What I do know is that they somehow end up in a situation where they kind of like just end up making uh, changes. So what do you do if you were in Canada right now or if you're in Canada, what do you do when this emerges about your political leader? You probably are going to think that I don't think he likes me as a person of color. And is he going to get your support? Probably not. Because you're seriously going to consider that, man, you can't trust anybody. So now the question that the rest of us, all of these things are happening at this momentous time in, in history, in human history, for us to confront the evil that is racism. For us to realize that maybe it's not a good idea to disparage against people based on color based on appearance maybe it's a better idea if you have to disparage against humanity at all as martin luther king said maybe just the content of a person's character maybe that should be the deciding factor not the person's skin color not their appearance because people come from different regions of the earth and in that region of the earth they dress according to that region, the customs and traditions of that region. I don't think you need a PhD to understand that. I think most of us get that. But what we don't get is you making fun of someone's appearance. How would you like it if I dressed up like, you know, some hillbilly and made that make a parody of what your appearance and your ancestors and maybe your recent ancestors sounded and looked like? You probably wouldn't find it very hilarious or funny right? You'd find a way to deal with it because it's not presenting the best of you. You probably just would not like it at all. Well, it's the same thing that people of color find themselves in when they are presented and are made fun of and their appearance is mocked. I mean, it's a great shock. And I think I'm beginning to think, I'm beginning to think that this is perhaps, uh, it's just the way that things are. I mean, a person can probably say that, oh, I'm not racist. And, and at least even if they don't say it, their actions will say, I am not racist. But their words will say, it, but their actions say something else. You see where I'm coming from? I think in a lot of cases, that's what we're seeing. So they may not say that I'm not racist because they don't even want to attach their name to the word racist in a sentence. But their actions, their actions though, their actions, actions speak louder than words. So for all you budding politicians out there, right? Uh, go clean it up, right? Go look into your digital past and look for what the heck is going on. If you have anything to clean up, go do an in-depth Google search, including looking on the dark web and clean up anything that is likely to come back and bother you. I kid you not, <laughs> right? Because you can actually say, I guess Mr. Trudeau is going to say that he's he was 29 at the time, but at 29, guess what? You're a conscious person. At, you're not 19, so you can't say, well, it's my youthful foibles. No, you're 29. You weren't in college, so you weren't drunk, like some of the some other politicians have said. You were conscious enough to know that this was something that you were doing, right? 
So unfortunately, I think it's probably going to go very south for him. I don't believe that he can make it. And it's disappointing to me personally because, you know, I actually had hopes for the dude. I, I actually thought that he was a nice guy. You know what I mean? I, I am beginning now to be very guarded when I en encounter non-colored non people because I'm like, how do you really feel about people who look like me and sound like me? How do you feel about people who have my appearance? How do you feel about people who perhaps don't sound and look like you and who don't have the same experiences that you had growing up? So many times, most of us, when we go into social environments, you encounter people who come from a vastly different background than you are. And what I have often found is that human beings tend to be very clannish and very cliquish, yeah? And human beings tend to like to uh, associate and, and, and associate with people who sound like them, look like them. So you will find that if you come from a different social background, say you didn't make it through, your parents were just pure working class. Raise your hand if that's you, that was me. And then you start mingling with people from a different social strata. And, and what you find is that people are clannish. They're, they tend to associate with find and find other people who are from the same social strata as they are. Because I guess we are, as human beings, we're uncomfortable that another human being is in the room, maybe. How about if a gator or an alligator went in the room? Sometimes the subliminal messaging that we emit and transmit from our body language and our actions, right? Sometimes tell people how we really feel about them. So we could be shaking someone's hand and saying, yeah, I really like you and I like what you do, but your body language is don't touch me. I don't like people like you, people like you. <clears throat> Uh, creep me out or people like you I don't like people like you it, it, it comes out eventually and I think what the person who publicized or made public this photo of Mr. Trudeau I guess they know him or knew him maybe it's even a, a, a political opponent but they probably think don't be fooled by him this is how he really is in his defense he has come out and apologized he didn't say I'm not racist. He just said that was a wrong thing to do. I shouldn't have done it. Uh, sure, but you can apologize. And whilst you are you know, a big man to say you apologize, but how do you really feel? Can you have a frank conversation with people in your country who don't look like you and who have vastly different experiences? It's called empathy. Do you have the ability to really empathize? You know, it's in a lot of ways, I watch the activities of the Prince of England, uh, Prince Harry. You can call him the Duke of Sussex, but his title, he is, his, his air, he's a, how shall I say it? He is, his reality is that he is a Prince of England. His family go back over a thousand years. He is in line to the British throne. And when he chose to marry a black woman, a multiracial woman who is black and white, I asked myself, how does he as a person really view people? Because he never said, I'm not racist, but his actions say, this is the love of my life. This is whom I love. He didn't say, well, because everybody in my family is white, I'm gonna go out on a limb and choose and a non-colored non, you know, non person 
right? He, a non-white person, he went and chose a colored person. He did it because he said, this is whom I love. It tells you how people really view people, that I really like someone because I like the person, right? I find that I think we all need to be level. Whether you're a politician or whether you're a person in public office or you're a person with a public profile, I think everybody needs to be, I think you need to level with yourself. What do you really think about people? Because make no mistake about it, um, Trudeau is going to pay for it. And I know that there are other politicians right now who are going through all the stuff that they've ever done in their lives and they're going to try to clean it up before it becomes public. But I don't know, Jeffrey Epstein certainly thought he had cleaned up everything and look what ended, you know, look, look, look what happened. They still had the evidence and the cameras and blah, blah, blah. Right? In other words, what I'm saying is if you're at this point in your life and you haven't done anything yet, take a deep breath, right? And go, go, go get it together. And if you plan to run for office in any capacity, make sure there's nothing out there on you. I remember when the internet became quite the thing, when social media became quite the thing 10, 11 years ago, my daughter was in high school. And you know how people are when they're in high school. They can't see the future. They cannot begin to imagine what the future looks like. But I am the parent and the adult. So I told her, be very careful of what you say publicly because it is digitally captured and cannot be erased. And later on in life, when you choose to run for public office or you become a public profile, it's going to come back and haunt you. Man, she thought I was crazy. She's like, oh, no, no, no. So she, you know, she had this thing where she would go vent about her teachers. I said, not only can someone see it and tell them, but one day you might be running for public office. It's going to come back up. In those days, when you press delete, you could actually delete stuff. Nowadays, it might look like it's deleted on your screen, but it's really not. See what I'm saying? It's really not deleted, right? So if you're planning to run for public office, I suggest I suggest that you go go get some attention. Pay some attention to that, right? It's it's not cool. It's it's really not cool. And I say all of that to say because it it, it questions and it boggles the mind. Because you're asking yourself, what was he thinking? You know, was he thinking that this was something he could have done and gotten away with? Was he thinking that it's okay to do this? Or was he just having fun at other people's expense? They're the same people you're ruling today. You know, in today's world, we don't have totalitarian uh, regimes like you had 50, 100 years ago where you could say anything to, your, to the people whom you ruled and that was it. You were the law of the land. That's not how it works today. So I'm saying all of that because I'm, a, I'm concerned because I want to know what else is out there. Look at Donald Trump, our, our, our president. He started running for, pres for president and stuff came out of the woodwork that you would never believe. He never thought of cleaning it up. He found himself where he had to be defensive, painted him, tarnished him. But he's a different character. He's just kind of like, I don't care about that. He didn't apologize. He's like, it is what it is. They're trying to, his defense was, they're trying to get back at me. It's fake news, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is the individual's way of dealing with stuff that might not be pleasant, right? We all have those things. 
But when it comes to certain things, when it comes to issues that relate to gender and sex, right, and race, you have to be really careful about those things because those things will not leave you for a while. Those things stay with you. And I find, I think that's where Mr. 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 Trudeau has found himself. He has found himself in a situation where he doesn't know what's going to happen. He doesn't know. Certainly, it seems like he has lost this election. Because, the re-election, rather. Because, now, what are you going to say to the people who look like the people that you made fun of? This is some serious stuff, isn't it? This is some serious stuff. Quite the thing. I don't know. It, it, it's going to require some serious overlooking. I, I'm curious to see how he's going to step out of this. And I know that there are there are other politicians for whom this is an issue and for whom this is going to be an issue in the future. There are other politicians who now most likely are faced with the same dilemma and who have to clean it up. There are things that they have in their past that they have to clean it up. Once upon a time, this used to be what you call a cover-up. Have you ever heard the saying that the cover-up is worse than the crime? That's where it came from because people used to have stuff that they would cover it up, right? But now, in, in, in today's world, what do you have, right? Somebody is saying, saying something. Uh, his, his history has been hidden mostly. Wow. Do you think so? Do you really think so, Mr. Slab? Do you think his history has been hidden? That's that's quite the thing. Uh, tell me more about it. I don't live in Canada, so do you know something we don't know? To share it with us. Uh, for those of you on other platforms, um, we're talking to someone who is saying that the history has been hidden for Mr. Trudeau. I want to know. It's public knowledge. Wow. Well, see, we, we, we get the news filtered over here, so tell us something that we don't know, right? Tell me something that we don't know. Because uh, many have spoken on it. Wow. Well, sucks to be him. Because now he has found himself right smack in the midst of a political storm. Do you think he will survive though? Like, do you think it's likely that he will emerge from this? I have viewers on YouTube who are passing comments and they're making comments about Mr. Trudeau's past, his history and his future. I just, I'm just curious. Do you think he's going to win this next election? Because this is, this is some crazy stuff. I love Canada, by the way, shout out to my Canadian friends. You know, I have family in Toronto, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So shout out to Canada. And I love Canada. I don't want you guys to go through anything over there. Canada is a beautiful place, isn't it? Here in, in Detroit, Canada is right across the river. So I was explaining to my brother yesterday how people live in Windsor and work in Detroit. And he couldn't understand that. He's like, that's two different countries. I said, yeah, but it's right over the river. You can literally throw a rock across the river. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, Canada is only a fake dominion. Interesting. Uh, are you saying Canada mm, expand? Are you think Canada is a... Are you saying Canada is perhaps subject to the United States or Britain? Who are you most influenced by? I think Canada is most influenced by the U.S. <laughs> that from what I have seen. 
<laughs> I don't think Canada is influenced as much by, by Britain today. Uh, let me see. Queen Elizabeth? Are you serious? So you think Canada is most influenced by what the Queen has to say? Across the pond? Yikes! <laughs> so Canada is a fake dominion. Oh, really? Hmm, that's interesting. So Canada is caught between the two, right? Canada is caught between Britain and America. Wow. So you have the North Sea. Canada is close to the North Sea. So, and Britain mines oil from the North Sea. So it is in their interest to keep Canada under subjection. I see. I get that. And then America is to the south of Canada. And America is like, don't play with me. <laughs> you do as I say. <laughs> right? But do you think that Prime Minister Trudeau will, will survive? <laughs> Let me see what you got to say. You think that Canada has a governor general who is the top dog. Okay. You guys still do that stuff where you have a governor general? Still, oh, come on. I thought you gave that up a long time ago and, and it's a sovereign, fully sovereign nation. I guess you're still subject to what the Queen says, huh? Anyway, so do you think Trudeau will survive though? Do you think he's likely to survive? Because that's so in, in your situation, then the governor general, can he ask the prime minister to step down? Or that's not how that's not how the process works there. Because here in America, public opinion is everything. Right. Um, the queen owns the deeds to Canada. <laughs> Shut up. Is that just, that's not true. Let me stop. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. You're just saying that. You're just saying that. <laughs> it's true? Oh, really? So the queen owns Canada? Wow. So is the queen likely to call Trudeau up and say, bad boy, you've been a bad boy. Bad boy. Is that what's going to happen? fact these are the facts the facts are that the queen owns canada and everything in canada wow and so and so if the queen owns canada the bahamas australia etc okay the queen still has the deeds huh under her under her um under her pillow at night and she goes to bed at night she says well all is raised with the commonwealth okay queen elizabeth okay Okay, dang, that, that's why you gotta respect America. America was like, oh, no, I'm not part of anybody's commonwealth. I'm my own commonwealth, the commonwealth of Virginia, <laughs> the commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the commonwealth of Connecticut, that's America. America is like, no, we're not gonna do that. We're not part of nobody's commonwealth. We are our own over here. <laughs> and especially here in Detroit where the auto workers are striking right now, they're like, man, I kid you not. I kid you not. But do you think that Trudeau will, will survive? That's, that, that's key. Do you think his political future is in jeopardy? Because it seems like every prominent white person who has achieved or become public 
has some sort of blackface in their past. I mean, recently here in America, it was the governor of, of, of Virginia, right? And the governor of Virginia is a Democrat. So it's hardly, it, that's in, almost inconceivable to imagine that, but yet it happened, right? So it seems to me like non-colored people have this rite of passage where at some point in their history, they paint their faces black to make fun of people of color. Is that a thing? Uh, you're in Niagara Falls on the Canadian side, okay. Well, thanks for joining me, that's awesome. Right? So you're on the Canadian side. So you are a Canadian. Come on. <laughs> on the Canadian side. <laughs> right? But do you see what I mean? Uh, I, I am saying that uh, it's, it's amazing to me because uh, I find that people are, are, are you know, it's, it's, I don't understand the process. Why it seems as if uh, people... Uh, who are non-colored seem to think that uh, seem to think that it's okay to just color their faces black as if it's a it's a joke. It's causing quite the storm in Canada, though the political storm. Um, it's the Nexium, uh huh, right? And uh, awesome conversation. I really appreciate that. And and it seems like. It's just taken for granted. We have the same issues here. I mean, like I told you, it was the governor of Virginia, and they all, you know, it was a yearbook while he was in college. So, of course, he said it was a youthful indiscretion. You know, what was the funny thing was he had a black lieutenant governor, and the black lieutenant governor, they found a rape charge or a rape allegation in his history, and he had to resign. But the white guy, who well, appeared in blackface in a yearbook photo, did not resign and was not in peace. And they kept him. But the black guy, they were like, ah, oh, dude, you gotta go. Because that was a rape allegation. Allegation that he raped someone, right? So what I'm saying is, it seems to me that if you know you have those kinds of things in your past, then before you run, don't run for public office. Don't hold public office. You're gonna be held for accountability and what happens when you're held for accountability you have to be accountable i think mr trudeau owes not just the canadian citizens who don't who look like the blackface he was making fun of i think he owes everybody and he owes all of us an explanation and he needs to come clean and say well this is how i feel this is what is in my heart don't show me your black friend don't show me that you have an indian friend don't show me any of that Tell me what is in your heart. I've struggled with it or whatever, right? You can dig up info on Trudeau in, in, ooh, in Epstein's club. Really? In Epstein's club. So hold on. That's why they killed Epstein because <laughs> conspiracy theories abound because he had info on everybody, didn't he? Everybody was at his club. I think so. Everybody was, uh, everybody uh, you know, sampled whatever Mr. Epstein was offering because if you're rich and powerful, that's the way to go. He was the man for that. If you found you had that kind of fetish, right? So there was no way they were going to allow him to testify and say anything. It tells us a lot about human nature, doesn't it? We're all, we're not fallible. And, and folks, I guess the message really here is 
don't hold anyone to such a high standard that they can't meet. Don't exalt people above the station of humility and above the station of being human because you will be disappointed. I tell folks all the time, I am such a work in progress. I am not perfect. Man, I have issues day in, day out. I perhaps too transparent sometimes in telling you what my issues are, right? But at the same time, at the same time, I really feel like if you're going to hold public office, clean up some of the stuff that you perhaps can never explain no matter what you say. <coughs> and I don't know how he could have forgotten a picture like that, seriously. How could you forget that? It was public, it was in a yearbook. As recent as 2001 or 2002. I'm like, that was just the other day. You know, it's not like something from 1965, right? It's talking about 2002, you can find that stuff. I'm white and love the Ebony sisters. I bet that you do, right? There's nothing wrong with people being people. I think everybody comes from a certain background and we're all a, quite a collage of people. I think that was the grand design. I've always wondered about racism and wondered uh, why people are... Uh, uh, what? Are you serious? Okay, so I've often wondered how people came up with 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 that. Um, uh, I've often wondered how people came up with 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 the idea of racism. I've often wondered where it originated. Who who taught anybody that they were superior? Who told anybody? that you were better than someone else because of the color of your skin. Where did that thought ever come from? Has anyone ever wondered about that? I have often wondered who told you that the color of your skin made you a better person. I've often wondered about that because there is no justification for ever thinking like that. There is nothing about a white human being that makes you superior to a brown human being, another colored human being. It's ridiculous. People are people. And if you don't believe me, put a black person, a brown person, and a white person in front of an alligator, and he's going to eat them all because you're all human. He's not going to sniff past one and go to the other and put one up on a tree and not eat one. He's going to eat. That alligator is going to eat everybody. Do you see what I'm saying? And I didn't, I've never understood where this color chasm came from where human beings got the idea that it was okay to mistreat one group of people simply on the basis of the color of your skin that was wrong a thousand years ago and it's still wrong today because what it has done is divided people and has created marginalizations that do not exist that should not exist that disparage against people it has created economic oppression and it has created racial oppression. It has created depression. It has left a whole continent of people bereft and devoid of their own natural resources. They have beaten and pillaged people. To this day, that kind of stuff perpetuates, but if not for grace, if not for the fact that most of us have found a way out of the system and some of us have progressed beyond those thinkings that existed a hundred years ago. If you are not careful, 
that kind of thing can come back. But I have news for you. There's a new reality. You know what the new reality is? The new reality is M-O-N-E-Y. The color of it now is turning green. How much green do you have? That's what allows you to exist in corridors of power anywhere in the world. And so the people who are down here who don't have access to the power to the power of green, they're the ones who continue to perpetuate the myth that I am better than you because of the color of your skin. I am better than you because I look different and the society somehow thinks I'm a superior being. I'm like, girl, go sit yourself down. I walked into a Staples this morning to buy something and everybody the, the, the staff and everybody was in there I, w- I probably looked flustered because i was looking for something that i couldn't find and nobody offered to help i don't know if they were too busy or whatever their stupid idea was i don't know but even the people who were in the store were looking like at any minute now somebody better answer this lady before it becomes a problem it's the staples on 14 mile road between crooks and whatever right and I kid you not, I'm calling them out because when you, you people walk into your store, say hello, go find something and say hello. Somebody eventually came and helped me find what I was finding because I guess he could look at my face and see that I was annoyed because I have things to do. I don't have time to walk around in the store when people are standing around and so on. But it was the attitude of even the patrons who were there, how they looked at people, how they carried themselves as if and i'm like this is why people talk about racism uh join me again on down to earth with harry